Welcome to Career Revisionist with Dr. Grace Lee, dedicated to doers, dreamers, and realists who want more success and satisfaction in their life. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a fulfilling career where it's all about doing work you love and growing your income without sacrificing your values? And here's your host. She doesn't drink anything else other than water, Dr. Grace Lee. Uh, Before I begin this podcast, I want to be honest with you. I really struggled with writing a title for this podcast because I know that the topic of goal setting and the topic of having goals, should I have goals? uh, What are the benefits of goal setting? Like all of these topics around goals has been very overdone. I mean, there's a ton of information out there on how to set goals. What are goals should you have? Should you even set goals? How do you stick with your goals and all that? And And I know that whatever I put out there, there's always going to be some of my listeners who would see the title and they just roll their eyes and and feel, oh, no, not another goal, not another goals podcast again, or not another goals article again. So a word of caution, if that's you, if you're feeling I've, I've seen them all, I've heard them all. And this is just another, another podcast on how to stay focused on your goals, then then you can close the podcast, you can flip to the next one, or you can take a break from my my channel today. But if you're curious at all, if you are kind of feeling that you have been setting goals, but haven't been sticking to them, or maybe you have been trying to figure out what are good goals to write, how to write them and how to structure your day so that you're more productive and and what is the whole point anyway if that if that's you then listen on because um I have some content today I'm going to be talking about how to stay focused on your goals and I'm going to give you some of te- some techniques that I've been using throughout my career to get me to where I am at today and these are the same techniques that I've taught some of my clients a lot my my most successful clients in terms of goal setting and and staying on track and staying focused right so most people they they really don't take the time to set goals or make a career plan and the thing is everybody knows it you know there's enough people out there talking about all these different techniques for goal setting and how to and all these apps are being put out there on how you can stay track on your goals so everybody knows it but not everyone does it and i've discovered through talking to folks talking to clients and just people who come to me asking for advice and guidance right i've discovered that the reason why people don't set goals is multifactorial sometimes it's like i'm just so busy right now I'm just so busy in my daily life. I'm just so busy. I have a lot on my plate. I have a lot of responsibility that I just don't have time to write this out. I don't have time to sit down and to think about it. They just do. They're just so busy in the day-to-day, everyday things that they need to do that setting goals just doesn't doesn't make make the cut in terms of priority. And for other people, they don't set goals or maybe they have set goals because it's something they know they gotta do because everybody knows it. You gotta set a goal to meet, to know the destination, you gotta set a goal. So they set the goal and it's like, write it, do it once and then forget about it. You know, and that that is, I think, the for the most part, is what ends up happening. You write a goal, it's like you set it and you forget about it. Sort of like a sort of like a slow cooker. You put the food in, turn it on, you leave, you set it and you forget it. Right. So that's that's how most people approach goal setting. But really, when it comes to setting goals, it's really easy to list out what the goals are. But 
The real question is, can you maintain the execution? Can you weather the storm to reach every milestone of your goals? You know, can you stay with the goal? Can you stay focused? Right? And that's really the key. And I'm going to get there in just a minute. I know there's something that I, there was something I wanted to address before I get there. And this whole idea around smart goals, this is something I've been wanting to get off my chest. So the whole idea about smart goals, I mean, you must have heard of it, smart, S-M-A-R-T. And they say that, I, I mean, everybody's all, 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 all on setting smart goals, even if you're part of a team, set smart goals for your team. And S-M-A-R-T, what is that, right? They're saying that all your goals have to be specific, they have to be measurable, they are attainable, R is relevant, and T is time-based. Right, so this is the most popular goal setting technique is when you set goals, they have to be smart goals. And I agree with that for the most part, right? So I agree that you have to be specific. I agree that you have to have measurable goals because what's get me- what gets measured gets improved, right? How do you know you're making progress if you can't measure the goal, right? And it's not that you have to have a, a, an exact number attached to it, but there has to be a way of measurement to know you're making progress, to know that you, how far along you are at achieving that goal, right? But here's where I have a problem is with the SMART, the AR, right? The attainable and the relevant part of it. Here's what I have to say. If you set a goal that is attainable, the problem with that is you run the risk of setting goals that are attainable. <laughs> and so here's what I mean by that. Attainability is a very subjective term. Some people, if they were to, if you were to give them the instructions, you set goals, make sure they're attainable, then they would set a goal that is quote unquote easily attainable, right? I'm going to make sure that I can meet my goal. So I'm going to make sure that I can main, I can meet it and I know I can meet it with just a little bit of effort. So they end up setting a goal that is not inspiring. You know, it's just attainable. So they attain it and therefore they protect themselves from the pain of not attaining it, the pain of failure. But instead, what ends up happening is they set goals that are uninspiring and it doesn't put them in their stretch zone. It's not a challenging goal. I mean, if you look at Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, right, nothing they ever set out to do was realistic. It was definitely not achievable in what the smart goal setting system says that you should do. And I know that that is a very extreme example, but there's a lot of examples in everyday life as well. I mean, Steve Jobs and Elon Musk are an easy example to give. What I'm saying is that if you aren't setting goals that scare not only yourself, but others as well, then perhaps your goals are not big enough, right? If your goals aren't just a little bit scary, if your goals aren't giving you, if you're not inspired when you, when you, when you read your goal out to yourself and it doesn't give you goosebumps, you know, in order for it to give you goosebumps, goosebumps, it has to scare you a little. It has to put you in sort of like a stretch zone where you are meaningfully challenged. So if you're not setting goals that scare you, or, or scare other people. And a good measuring stick I found throughout my career is sometimes I set a goal for my career and I tell someone about it. A well-meaning friend, someone who has intentions that they want the best for me. 
and I tell them what my goals are and their immediate reaction would be, are you sure you want to do that? Or they might try to convince me out of it or they might start to question my intent and they might and they do that because they don't want to see me get hurt. They don't want to see me fall on my face and fail, right? And they're well-intentioned and it scares them because they themselves would probably not set a goal like that. But I hear that and instead of being discouraged by it, that sets me on fire. I'm, I'm quite inspired by that because it scares them and I know that my goal is big enough. I know that it's inspiring. I know that just because they wouldn't do it, I have the courage to do it and I believe in myself to be able to carry out that goal. And if I were to meet that goal, I believe I will. And when I meet that goal, it inspires them to do the same. It inspires them to set goals that are big enough for them that they will achieve it. So the way I see the goal setting, right? Instead of instead of the traditional smart goal setting system, the way that it tells you, I see this as a spectrum where at one end, you have these easily achieved goals where the results are far from bold, right? They are easy. They are, for all, for all intents and purposes, they are achievable. They're attainable. And this seems like, like a little bit of a waste in time and energy that will only fulfill the most meager dreams. And at the other end of the spectrum, they are the stretch goals. The stretch goals that were realized by Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, for example, and a lot of other people. But only like the small percent, like if you're talking about the 80-20 rule, this is not the 80, this is not the 20%. This is even less. This is probably like the 5%. The 5% of goal stretchers say they achieve their goals and performance actually declines for most, right? So paradoxically, those that can least afford the risks associated with them, right? So then on one end of the spectrum are the easily achieved goals and at the other end are the stretch goals. And I'm not saying that your goals are not meaningful and they're not they're not inspiring unless they're way at the other end of the spectrum where it's super stretching you outside of your comfort zone. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that sometimes when you set goals, instead of just looking at it as a binary black and white, they're achievable, they're not achievable. Instead of looking at, are they achievable? It's good to look at it on the spectrum because you are right now setting a goal as the person you are today. But in the future, as you set out on this journey, you do work to push the journey forward. But at the same time, your career journey is also doing work on you. So you're not going to be the same person one month from now, six months from now, or one year from now. You're not going to be the same person. You're going to be a better person shaped by your experiences. So the achievability, the quality of achievability of your goals should be, are they achievable given that I'm going to become a better person six months from now or one year from now. So they may not be be achievable for me right now, but I know that along the journey, the new me, the, the better version of me will be able to achieve those goals. See, that's the thing. If you set a goal that's achievable to you of who you are right now, then the future you, it'll be too easy, Right, So setting goals is a projection of the person you will become rather than the achievement that you know you could achieve right now. Now, I get it. I know, I know what you might be thinking. You might be thinking, okay, so if I lean towards the stretch goal side of the spectrum, 
it might be difficult to stay motivated and focused because the goals that I'm going to be setting are going to be lofty compare in comparison, and they might require years to achieve. So then, then what do I do, right? Because how do I stay motivated? And this is the, going to be the focus of my podcast today. I'm going to be talking about this on this episode. I'm going to be giving you five golden rules on how to stay focused on your goals when you set them the way that, in my opinion, the way they're supposed to be set in terms of the achievability based on a future you with more experience, with more wisdom, and with more knowledge. Okay, so with that out of the way, my definition of what type of goals, so I don't I don't subscribe to the traditional smart goal goal setting system, but I do feel that they do have to be specific and measurable and they do have to be time-based. Okay, so here are my five golden rules for success, how you can stay focused on your goals once you know what they are. So the first thing is to write out your objectives. I know that sounds very scientific and it is because objectives, so what are objectives, right? Objectives are what you want to have accomplished in your career. For example, you could set objectives for your career one year from now or five years from now. And the reason why I like to use the word objectives is because yes, it is, it, it, it does come from a scientific background, but really, if you think about it, all that we experience in our career journey is an experiment. We could not possibly know, and no one could possibly know the actions that you're taking right now, whether or not they will produce the outcome that uh, the outcome or the outcomes that you're expecting. So all we can do for the moment that we're setting us for setting each goal is to set a hypothesis that we're going to get a certain outcome. And then we take actions towards that outcome. And then as we take we take the journey, as the journey progresses towards that outcome, we take these actions towards it, we get feedback from our lives. We get feedback from what's happening real time in our lives to know, to, to gauge whether or not our actions are working. In other words, are the actions we're taking moving us closer to those goals? So the objective is what we want to see happen, what we want to have accomplished one year from now, but it's only an objective and it's not a conclusion, right? So how do we arrive at objectives? And the the way you do that is to go back to your why. This is your true reasons for choosing this career path because truly fulfilling career paths will combine both your ambitions to your passions and your purpose and they also develop a clear and compelling sense of why and that's what we want to have accomplished so when you write out your objectives you want to be specific not vague so this is this part of this the s part of the smart goal goal setting system the s is specific you want to be specific and not vague because objectives and the, the quality of objectives is that they are significant, that they are action-oriented, and they're inspiring. Right? So this is like sort of, um, sort of contradictory to this, the, the A part, the achievable part of the smart goal setting system, where I feel that when you set inspiring goals that are more to the right side of the spectrum, where they are stretch goals, then they're inspiring to you. And accomplishing them is that much more satisfying. And on the outside, it also inspires other people to do the same. Right. So when, you're, when your objectives are specific and they are significant and inspiring, 
And in addition, they are action oriented. That is the first rule to making sure that you stay focused on your goals because you've written out your objectives. And it's important that you write them out as well. Just simply thinking about them and putting them, storing them in your memory and counting on your memory to, to recall them is not good enough because writing them out really does a lot to solidify your intent. It really does a lot to solidify your commitment to your goals because you have them written out in the time. And it's, and I always put, I like to put a date to when I've written them out as well, because in the future point, when you go back to measure your progress, you look up, you look back at when did I write that goal and how far along am I in terms of time? And then they're measurable as well. So you look at how far along you are to get achieving the outcome and the goals that you've written out for yourself. And then that's how you can make judgments on your productivity and whether or not certain actions are helping helpful or certain actions are not helpful. So that's the first rule of success is to write out your objectives. The second golden rule to stay focused on your goals is to write out and rewrite them every day. So the first thing is you you write them down once and then every day is when you rewrite them out again. Every day you rewrite it. Every day you rewrite it. And you rewrite and you write every day. Because writing them once is the same idea as set it and forget it. Right? If you set it and you forget it, you really will forget it. And it's so easy to go back and to go back into your old patterns and to old routines of doing things before you wrote the goal, before you came up with the goal. It's so easy to fall back into that. Because writing it out, when you write them out, the key is that you're writing them out as if you have already achieved them. So it's not, in other words, it's not written in the future tense. It's written in the I've achieved it a tense. I am already this, right? In the present tense. So the verbiage is very important. And this does a lot to help you visualize your goals every day. It helps you imagine yourself having already achieved your goals. And it's also a form of daily affirmation especially when you write them out every day that way. You write them out every day that way and your brain and your hand, as you're writing it out, you're setting these neural pathways that you are, you have already achieved it. You have the identity that you want, you have the, the career that you want, and you have the title that you want, whatever your, your, your goals are, right? And, what, and as you write it out each and every day, you're focusing on it, right? You, you're focusing on what you're writing so, and what you focus on expands, and most importantly, it also solidifies your belief that you can accomplish them. So writing them out once and setting it and forgetting it is definitely insufficient. You want to write them out every day. So then you are constantly affirmed that you're achieving them so that you're constantly visualizing them in the language you're using that you've already accomplished it. And most importantly, it also solidifies, I believe your belief that you can do this and belief is the most important thing because your, your your thoughts first of all you want to think about this your thoughts turn into beliefs and your beliefs turn into actions and then it becomes a reality okay so the third thing the third golden rule to focusing keeping staying focused on your goals is to reverse engineer down to your daily tasks here's what i mean by reverse engineering because the reason why you do that is because then you know what you have to do every day to reach your goal. And it makes the goal seem less daunting. Because remember, like the, with this system, with, with my methodology, you're setting goals that are more daunting than you normally would. 
and in by some people's definition, they're lofty goals. So if they're loftier, if they put you more in the stretch zone, they can also seem more daunting, especially if you're setting goals that are one year out or or multiple years out. So it can seem less daunting. So when you reverse engineer. It makes the goal seem less daunting because what you're doing is you're chunking it down to your daily tasks, and when you do that, you realize you don't have to do it all at once. So let's say, for example, you have a goal written for yourself that you want to become a senior manager in the company that you're working for, and you know that you have a strong position and you're on a strong trajectory to reach that goal, and you know you can do it in two years. But you also know. That in order to receive that promotion, to to earn that job title and that position within the company, there are there's like two or three projects you need to complete, and there are a handful of key stakeholders within the company and who are partnered with that company that you need to develop solid relationships with. So that could be the case here. Let, let this is just an example. So when you set the goal for yourself that you're going to be a senior partner or senior manager in that company, that's your lofty goal. Two years. That could seem very daunting if you just leave it at that. But then what you do is you break it down, you chunk it down. Two years from now, that's your goal. What do you have to have accomplished one year from now? Maybe it's completion of a key project. Maybe it is the、uh, forming one key partnership with another with another person outside the company. Whatever that one year away goal is, that is chunking it down. So now you know what you have to do one year away to receive. To to accomplish the goal two years later for be making senior partner, so then you set you chunk it down even more. You say, okay, so that's what I have to do one year from now. What I have to do six months from now. What I have to do to get to that that partnership that I have to form or to finish that project, and then you chunk it down even more. Okay, so now what do I have to do, accomplish one month from now, and then you chunk it down even more. What do I have to accomplish one week from now, and finally the last step is. What do I have to do today? So when you chunk it down, that's called reverse engineering. Whatever your goal is in the distant future or the or the near future, you chunk it down to your daily tasks. And every day you do this. The next day you do the same thing. What do I do today to accomplish what I need to accomplish one week from now and one one month from now? And you keep doing this. And another reason why. This is super powerful because it's easier to track your progress by measuring how well you have completed your daily tasks, right? And the and and really, the chances are, if you haven't accomplished your daily task for today, you're, then you're not on track to accomplish your weekly goal or your monthly goal. So you don't have to wait a month from now or a year from now to know whether or not you're going to meet your goal. You already have you you already need to focus. You only need to focus on today. Did I meet my goal for today? Because if you met your goal for today, and then tomorrow you met your goal for tomorrow also, then you are necessarily on track to meeting your month, your weekly goal for that week, and monthly goal, and etc. So chunking down definitely breaks it down easy for you. And because if you have reverse engineered your big picture career goal, then each daily task will bring you closer to your goal, and before you know it, you're going to reach your goal. Right, because you don't need to know the whole the whole path moving forward. You only need to know what your next step is. As long as you reverse engineer to what is my next step, that's all you need to focus on. You just keep taking action on your next step, on your next step, and they add up. And before you know it, you'll reach your you're you're closer to your Google every step, every day, every step of the way. You're closer and closer.
And the key is just to make the, the goal is measurable. So the key is every day when you write out your goal, you ask yourself, did the actions I take today bring me closer to my goal? Okay, so the golden rule number four, you want to prioritize the big domino. So here's what I mean by that. The big domino, what do I mean by the big domino? So if you played dominoes before, the game dominoes, and this is where you, not where you play the game with its proper rules and regulations. What I mean is that when you set up dominoes, so they're standing upright, right? And you set them up in a line and then you tip the first domino and then the domino effect, all the other dominoes come falling, tumbling down all the way down the line, right? So that's what I mean, playing dominoes that way. And the big domino is that very first domino that you push over. And sometimes that very first domino, and and you, you might have seen the YouTube video, there was an awesome YouTube video where someone played the domino game and it was very, it was just so, so complex. And the person set dominoes all around the room, these obstacles that they like going around in circles, winding around the whole room. And it was the domino, you know how small a domino is, it fits in the palm of your hand. But with each domino, and it went all around the room, it was able to push down an object that was so heavy compared to one domino. But the sum of all the dominoes being knocked over at the end of that line of dominoes, they were it was able to put knock down that huge heavy object, right? So the big domino is it. What is the big domino? And that's what I mean by that is if you knock down that first domino, it will have additive effect that you can knock down your big goal at the end, right? So you want to prioritize that big domino. And here's how you do it. There are seven areas of life where you can set goals and where you can have achievements. And the seven areas of life are in your career, in your financial area, family, social, physical, spiritual, and intellectual. So these are the seven areas of life. So here they are again. They're career, financial, family, social, physical, spiritual, and intellectual. So those are your seven areas of life. And each area of life, you can set goals, you can have achievements, you can have your dreams and visions in each area of your life. And of course, for, for, for career revisionist, we're focused on the career area of life. But the career can also affect other areas of life, right? So if you're supporting loved ones, it'll affect your family, the area of life and family. It'll definitely affect financial, right? It could also affect your, your physical area of life as well if you are happy and fulfilled. Or if you're miserable, it can also have physical effects on your health, right? So anyways, you do set goals. You set goals in each area of life. But the thing is, it, may be, it will be so overwhelming. It's completely overwhelming to focus on all seven areas at once. So you need to prioritize. You need to figure out what's that one area of life that you need to focus on that will help you to accomplish goals in all the other areas. And that's your big domino. So which area is it? And in this case, we're talking about the the area of career, of vocation. If you set goals in that area of life, how many other dominoes would you be able to knock down? Right? So, So let's say your goal was to increase your income so you can provide for family, right? So say your goal was to connect to your true purpose so that you can find fulfilling and meaning in what you do. That would, that would affect your physical health as well, 
right? And your spiritual health too. And so let's say your career path, your chosen career path was going to require additional education and it was you needed a professional degree for it. That would also contribute to your intellectual area of life, right? So you figure out what's that one area you need to focus on that will help you to accomplish goals in all other areas. And perhaps right now for you, as you're listening to this episode, perhaps right now, that area of life may be career or financial, right? And, and it's so that you can support your family and maybe so that you can afford the social and physical aspects of the life that you want. Right? So whatever that area is for you, you focus on that right now. And when you've re- achieved some success over it, then you knock down other dominoes and then you can focus on the next thing. So f- prioritize what is that big domino for you? And that is another way of chunking it down. Instead of focusing on all seven areas of life, you're choosing the one area to prioritize. Okay, so golden rule number five, the last one. Here is the last golden rule on how you can stay focused on your goals. Here it is. And that is to link everything to your goals. If you can find a way to associate everything you do to your goals, then it becomes your routine. It becomes a habit. It becomes something that you are constantly focused on and what you focus on expands. So everything that you do in your personal life, everything that you do at work, everything you do at home, everything you do, just find a way to associate it. And I don't, what I don't mean, I don't mean you take your work home with you. I don't mean that you're spending time with family and you're doing work. That's not what I mean. An association could just mean you're connecting to your why. You know, so you're with your family. You're spending family time on a weekend somewhere at the park or at the lake. And that association is a, is a mental association where you say, the reason why I am on this career journey, the reason why I am setting these goals is so that I can have more time with my family like this. Right? So you associate everything you do to your goals. Right now, I'm spending time with my family and it's on a weekend. And I haven't been able to spend time with my family until like uh, uh, like at least a week ago, but I want to increase time so I can spend more time with them so I can be around more for my, my family. So you associate your activity with your goal. So if you find a way to link everything to your goals, it, is a, it will be also a constant connection to your why. And it'll also be a constant connection to your reason for doing this. And that is stronger than anything. Knowing that what you're doing is in purpose and on purpose, that will keep you focused towards your goals. So I hope that was helpful. If you enjoyed my content, I invite you to subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to Career Revisionist on iTunes. If you're not an Apple user, not a problem. I invite you to visit careerrevisionist.com and there you can find all the other platforms to subscribe to my podcast. I am on uh, on Spotify, for example, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Radio FM. So choose your platform and subscribe to me there. Also leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review. Your reviews are extremely important to me. I read every single one of them. If you do have a question, feel free to leave it for me in the review as well. And I'm happy to answer to, if I choose your question, I'm happy to answer that in my next podcast as well. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for another episode of Career Revisionist.